Welcome to Chapter 3 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Kyle Johnson, CIO at Eastern Maine Healthcare. In this segment, Johnson talks about the mistakes many organizations make during the M&A process, the takeaways she offers for other CIOs, and when she knew it was time for a career change. So you were obviously you were with Trinity, like you said, when they uh, merged with uh, CHE, and um, I can imagine that that was a, an interesting thing to go through, just because this is such a, a large organization was was created. And um, was there anything in going through that process that uh, that you kind of took as a lesson learned, or, or anything you could advise to your peers, just because there are so many mergers, acquisitions going on, and um, anything, any kind of uh, takeaways from going through that experience? Yeah, yeah, I have a few takeaways, actually, and I think, um, you know, one of them is, is a question that, you know, and my question is, you know, when is, when is, um, when is large too large? And, and what I mean by that is, you know, Trinity was 50 hospitals, um, on their own, and then when they acquired um, CHE or when a few organizations merged, you know, Trinity became 85 hospitals, you know, overnight. And um, and I think, you know, almost three years later, they're still, you know, reeling with the, um, you know, the how do they function now? You know, at you know, in organizations, this is you know another third bigger than you know what they were, and. And I think that's a real struggle. And I think when you bring, even though they were both Catholic health organizations, you know, culturally that was probably the only thing that the two organizations had in common. And, right. and I think when you're trying to, you know, really bridge cultures that are really, really quite different, um, that takes, I think, special work around it too. And I, I just think that, you know, as folks are looking at all these mergers around um, the country, you can't underestimate, you know, how much time, you know, that really takes away from, you know, getting back to, you know, um, a new operation, you know, for the new organization and, and kind of really what you're about. I mean, you know, Trinity still doesn't have all of its senior leaders in place, so, I mean, they've been, you know, really slow to get, you know, kind of a new CEO, and I think, I think when that merger happened, they didn't expect Joe Swedish to leave either, you know, and go to WellPoint, so that was, right. that was a big change, but it's... Um, you know, it's it's really turbulent times, and um, and there's going to be a lot more of it happening in in the healthcare industry. So I think there's a lot to be learned by, um, you know, these mega mergers that are happening, and and what's what's what should the new organization really look like to be, you know, efficient, and can they function in the in the same way that they that they always did? So right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean that that's. To get to go from being big to to even that much bigger, I think that it's probably easy to uh, underestimate just how much it's going to take to uh, you know to, for this merger for the merger to go through from from so many different angles. Yeah. Well, and I think you know if you just even look at IS as an example, you know on the, the Trinity side, um, you know um, it was one you know, large IS organization, um, consolidated, centralized, really serving, you know, all of Trinity. And I think, I think actually that really wasn't working very well um, as, as you added CHE in. And I think it had gotten, you know, so big that, you know, probably needed to break into some regional, you know, you know clusters. Um, right. 
but you know they're still working through that. And and why I think that is is it just it, it was you know things were slow enough when you know when it was Trinity you know to get decisions yeah. made and um, really get you know things rolled out. You know if once you decided on you know a solution, rolling that out across you know 50 hospital organizations. But you know then to have you know 85, it was just you know almost became, you know, just daunting, you know, to think about the task and the years, you know, literally that it would yeah. take to, you know, kind of roll some things out. So, um, yeah, so I think I think it's that kind of thing. It really challenges, I think, the core of, you know, what these organizations are about, you know, as, as these mergers occur. And, you know, we're starting to see, you know, even much smaller scale here, but as as we're acquiring, you know, um, it's it's causing us to, you know, um, this is no longer a mom-and-pop organization, you know, here, and, and we, we need to act like a system. And so, you know, we're having system growing pains too as well. Right. And and it sounds like you've, you've kind of touched on some of those things where when, when you are going to making that move to, to a, a system, system organization that, you know, things like you said, like data management has to be a bigger priority and it has to be, you know, there has to be enough resources put into that, um, you know, because you're talking about more hospitals and just, uh, you know, more data that, that does need to be managed and then uh, utilized. Yeah, and sometimes, um, you know, I mean, the whole data management function could really be a, a, a differentiator, you know, in, in a merger because, you know, you might decide to come together first by just, you know, bringing data together um, and really understanding, you know, the business through data before even any operations are consolidated. So, you know, so, you know, if you organize exactly to really kind of manage that way, um, you could do that for some period of time before you even have to think about, you know, touching, you know, transaction systems. Yeah. And then... From the point of view of somebody who was in who was in a leadership role when when you're going through the merger, does it does it enter into your mind that especially you know a merger of that size that this is going to be that that you're going to have to reprioritize and just you know focusing on making doing everything it takes to merge is going to kind of uh, take over some of your priorities? Like, is that something that enters your mind at all? Oh yeah, it, it very much does because you know and. Um, I'm accustomed, and this really happens in most mergers. Like one of the first things you bring together, or at least the, is the general ledger and, and the financials, so you can, you know, close your monthly books, you know, together as a, as a single organization. And you actually usually try to have that happen as close to day one, you know, day one of the signing as you can. And then oftentimes you are making the plans for, you know. Um, you know, supply chain systems, the HR system, um, and then maybe clinicals and revenue after that of, you know, um, either what's going to merge in or how you're going to, you know, kind of merge, you know, data together. So um, actually IS usually gets involved pretty early on, you know, in, um, you know, in that merger process. And you're absolutely right. Um, I think it does challenge organizations because a lot of times the merger activities sort of trump or, you know, supersede, 
you know, some of the other things going on. And, and, and so that happened here, you know, at EMHS too when Mercy came on board, you know, pretty much um, we stopped everything here to, you know, bring them live on Cerner. And I think the lesson learned there was that, you know, we really we really can't do that. There are other things that we have to have to keep going. So, um, so we're actually looking, you know, at, um, you know, just doing um, more data integration, as I talked about, as sort of a first step. And we may, you know, partner with Cerner, you know, or one of our vendor partners actually to bring, you know, a new, um, you know, merged partner, you know, on board rather than, you know, taking the internal resources to do, you know, to do that work because we realize in, in the next, you know, three to five years there's just really a lot of heavy lifting that has to go on with all this change, you know, health reform change that we can't, can't really afford to take our eyes off of that, you know, either. So, right. So it's it's very interesting times. Yeah. Now, um, you you started at Eastern Maine earlier this year, right? I did the end of March. Okay. So what was uh, what was that transition like? You said you were 16 years at Trinity. That that's a long time, especially now. That's a good number of years to spend at an organization. So, what was yeah. it like uh, making that change? Yeah, you know. Um, you know, um, one, for one thing, I think you have to be really ready for the change, and I was, you know, and, and, and I knew it. I knew I'd kind of gotten to that point where I need to, need to be doing something different. So I, I think that's one thing. And, 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 you know, then I think picking really the, the right place to be, and, and Trinity had been a great place. Um, but I think, you know, I'd done everything I could do there, and, I still wanted to do more, and I and I really, you know, had the appetite to, you know, have the have the very um, top CIO spot. So when I, you know, got the offer to come here and do that, I, I really wanted to do that, you know, in my career. And this is a great organization. I have been welcomed since day one. I think very excited to have, you know, folks from other places that have, you know, seen and done, you know, different things. Um, you know, to bring that to Maine, and um, and it's it's really fun, and you know, in some ways, I'm getting to shape the organization, you know, from the ground up, and um, and I'm just I'm just having a blast. It was um, it was the best thing I've done in in a long time, <laughs> making this change and yeah. and coming here. And uh, it wasn't um, a difficult adjustment to go from. Uh, an organization that had become very large to one that's not not exactly small but uh, smaller. Yeah, no, you know it's um, it, interesting enough. What I'm what I'm really enjoying about um, Eastern Maine is the the fact that we actually can get things done more quickly. I think one of the things I had become, you know, um, frustrated probably is too strong of a word, but you know, just a little impatient, I guess, with was just the amount of time it was taking, you know, um, at Trinity to make decisions and kind of get things underway and, and just all of the, you know, the, we we'd gotten in the rhythm in, in, in Trinity, you know, over the years and implementing, you know, an EMR across 50 hospitals and I was part of all that and then having the new organization come in, some of that was just like starting all over, you know, um, from scratch and I sort of decided, you know, gosh, if I'm going to do that, maybe I'll, maybe I'll do that someplace else in a different role and you know it's um that was a lot of what went into that for me it was just like eh, it just felt like this was the time to 
you know, reach out and do something else. And I do like the the ability to be more agile here. You know, we're just yeah. we're just uh, we're just big enough um, that there's some size that you can you know utilize the scale from. But we're we're not too big that you know we can't can't still be agile in what we're doing. And so I really like that part of it. Great. And one of the things that, that I imagine could be a little scary is that, you know, you can, you can visit a place, you can, you can um, you know, talk to people there and, and think in your head, okay, I think this is a fit, but then, you know, sometimes you get there and after, you know, a couple of weeks, you're not sure. So I, I would think that that's something that where um, you have to give it, I guess, a few weeks before you really can tell, like, you know, whether or not this is going to be a fit. Like, was that the case for you or, or was it pretty much like, okay, you know, this feels right. You know, I, I, I thought it felt pretty right, and, and you know, you're right. It was funny. Even when I went to Trinity and I remember this happening, I was only there two weeks, and I, I felt like it was coming home. But I felt like this here, too. You know, it was, yeah. I, I was here a couple weeks, and um, I, I knew some people here. It was interesting. The, um, the CMIO at Trinity came from Eastern Maine. You know, so then it's funny, you know, he had been there only a couple of years and then, you know, we almost swapped and I came here and so, and I knew Eric Hartz really, really well. And so, and I knew people here through Eric. Um, so I, I was kind of close to this organization anyway. So it wasn't, you know, it was, um, it, it was nice coming in and knowing some folks and knowing I had some, you know, trusted colleagues already you know, even coming in, but um, no, it's, 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 been, it's been really good, and yeah, it's, there is something about that, though, and, and you're right, I think if you pick wrong, it can be, it can be pretty miserable, and so figuring out the, the cultural, you know, fit, you know, during the interview process is really important. Yeah. And I'm sure it helps, too, that uh, Maine is absolutely beautiful, so that, that's, <laughs> that's a nice perk. It is. You should see the view I have out my window. So I'm looking at all these reds and oranges and yellows and, and greens, and it's so pretty. And I think we're getting some tail end of a tropical storm for the next few days tomorrow and the next few days, and it's probably it's going to be really windy and rainy. It's probably going to bring all the beautiful leaves down, but it's, it's been a magnificent fall. So Yeah. Nice. That's great. Well, it, it definitely sounds like... Um, you have uh, that that you're in the right place, and, and there's there's a lot to do, but that uh, you know you feel you feel equipped and ready, and uh, that that's a good place to be in. Yeah, yeah, and I have a great team, so I was I was blessed to walk into a really really good team here, and so so that's been um, very enjoyable as well. So and, and I've been you know really well embraced by everybody here. You know, not only you know my team, but um, all of my colleagues and my boss is a fabulous person. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. Okay, great. Um, well, we've, uh, we've covered a lot, so um, I'm going <laughs> to let you go. But I, I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with us. Um, sounds like you have a lot of great things going on, and I, I definitely hope to speak with you again down the road. Okay, great. Thanks, Kate. Have a great okay, day. Okay, thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.